Hello everyone. This is the Millennial Paisa podcast, the only podcast you need for your personal finance and money management problems. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to Millennial Paisa, where we try to bring you the best ways to invest your money and also tell you about the science behind them. Before I get into today's episode, I just like to tell you that my first ebook on personal finance on money management is out now on Amazon and you can check it out under the Kindle section. You can also read it for free for a limited period of time if you have a Kindle unlimited subscription that comes with a 1 month free trial. Thank you. All right then today I'm bringing on a special guest to this podcast. His name is Anurag Chatterjee and no he's not from the financial industry. He's actually my best friend. He's been my best friend for 15 16 years now. He mo- he's more like a brother really. And uh, Anurag actually shares this passion of investing Uh, with me and he's an avid market researcher as well as investor himself mutual fund and stocks both so he's here today to talk about something really exciting so hi anurag how are you doing i am doing very well mr chavla and uh, thank you uh, you've called me a market researcher but yeah <laughs> yeah it's more of a youtube passion but yeah i also tend to open markets sometimes yes 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 that's great so before we start our discussion Uh, I'd like just to tell everyone what sort of things we'll be talking about today. So I'm sure a lot of you are probably developing this keen interest in stock and mutual fund investing, especially uh, since this brilliant recovery we've been seeing in the past uh, these past few months. And uh, these stocks and these markets have just bounced back from their lows uh, since the March low. But I'm not sure how long this will continue. So if you are a new investor who's just looking to get in, who's just looking to create wealth actually in long term. SIPs in mutual funds are what you should really be looking out for. That said, Anurag has actually compiled a list of some niche mutual funds, some high return mutual funds which aren't really in the mainstream discourse a lot. So we'll talk about some well researched options from him that can potentially give you annualized returns that is a CAGR of well over 10% in some cases even as high as 12%. Just before we dig in, I'll give you a brief idea about what these returns mean cagr is compound annual growth rate and it's a compounded way to look at growing your money you must be familiar with this term compound interest that was taught in school and the concept here is quite similar so suppose you have 100 rupees and you invested in a fund that has a cagr of say 10% so after a year you will have 110 rupees but then next year that the 10% amount grows on the 110 rupees and not just 100 rupees So every consecutive year, the level of returns uh, they keep on increasing automatically. So if you ke- uh, if you keep compounding over the years, it gives you a very good lump sum uh, after say thirty forty years. Once again, before we start with our roundup with Anurag, just a small disclaimer: these are not our recommendations, but instead they are picks based on historical charts. And you should definitely consult a financial advisor and do your own extensive research uh, before you invest. Also, another thing is that almost all of these funds are high return options. and obviously carry a very high amount of risk in the mutual fund market so please keep all these things in mind before you take any decision so let's just start anurag uh, let's begin by diving into options that are first the first option that's all about the sheer returns so which fund do you think is great uh, for if you want really really big returns in mutual funds so when we talk about big returns so the first thing that comes in our mind is high risk high returns right mm-hmm. so one of those mutual funds that actually believes in that fact is a 
sectoral mutual fund it's called nippon india pharma fund this fund as the name goes pharma fund directly invests all its assets in pharma companies mm-hmm. so majority okay. of its equity holding around 94.7% is in pharma companies and around 5.3% is in cash oh wow. so actually uh, the pharma sector especially in these covid times it's how you have all these vaccines these all these drugs so obviously it's uh, all, all like picking up right now but uh, could you just tell us about like the past returns what this mutual fund has seen in the past say 5 years 10 years and whatever so this mutual fund started in 2013 1st january 2013 if you look at its returns its one year return is at around 38.98% so its three year returns at around 14.1% and five year returns are at around 7.9%. Okay so just just for the listeners as i uh, discussed CAGR this doesn't mean just absolute returns this means like 8 and whatever 38% that's increased every year. So that's that becomes a very big amount if you stay invested 10 15 even 20 years in this fund. So and what all can you share like what's the fund size and all that? So uh, the fund size is around uh, 3000 crores mm-hmm. to be precise it's around 3093 crores. Okay that's a decently uh, sized uh, so uh, what i think about this fund size is uh, at around 3000 crores there's more scope for growth but the best thing about this fund what i personally think is that it has always ranked in top 3 in its category okay so it's always beaten its category average let's just say the category average for the first year is at around 34.5% it is at around 39 the category average at 3 years is 9.3 it's at 14.1 in the five year returns category it the average is around 4.7 and it's at 7.9 so uh, the one thing about this fund is it is very consistent in its returns that it has generated from 2013 and the best thing about this fact is uh, at five years and three years return it actually ranks at number 1 in its category okay and uh, the investments this fund has is in companies that you've always always heard about in the market or in day to day life as in aurobindo pharma sipla dr reddies sun pharmaceuticals lupin davis laboratories biocon sanofi so these are all companies in the healthcare sector you've heard about yeah i mean all of the popular drugs that we use on a, even on a daily yeah. basis even on for say headaches stomach aches they all all of them are made by these uh, big pharma companies so yeah we're looking at very solid companies here that make generic drugs and basic drugs that you use in everyday day to day life yourself so mm-hmm. from headache to fever so you know that these companies have got good fundamentals and plus the expense ratio on this fund is around 1.35% okay but uh, in a direct plan 1.35% people actually don't consider the expense ratio sometimes while calculating their returns so i have if you take out your fund after one year you have to pay the ltcg tax yeah so uh, that stands at around 10% so if you add it around so you have to deduct around 11.35% from your returns mm-hmm. so i just so, like to put in like a small note for the listeners is that expense ratio as he, as anurag said that it is a, a kind of a percentage of your of the wealth in this fund that the company takes out when you want to withdraw it so there are actually two kinds of mutual funds across uh, all across the board 
and um, they are regular and a direct plan. So regular plan is where you buy the fund through a broker, advisor, say, like an HDFC or Axis or whatever. And a direct fund is when you buy it directly from the mutual fund company and direct uh, plans are obviously cheaper. Their expense ratios are obviously low. So we'll always recommend that you go for a direct mutual fund plan. So yeah, Anurag. So yeah, as I was saying that how you explained what the expense ratio actually does. So I was saying that the minimum SIP amount for this fund, which I think is very good for the investors you are directing at is rupees 100 only. Mm. So if you just want to, you know, see what's happening and how this stock or how this fund performs, it's just rupees 100. So if you want to just put in rupees 500 every month just to, you know, get the lay of the land, how this fund works or are you willing to take that risk? Because this is a high risk fund. Yeah. Okay. So that was the Nippon India Pharma Fund. And that's uh, if you want really, really high returns, obviously that comes with high risk. So that's uh, the first of our, uh, it's, it's for the high returns option. Now, uh, uh, yeah, but I would like to just add one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, anyone who's investing in this fund should uh, understand the fact that he has some sort of, you know, knowledge about the pharma industry or how the pharma industry works to invest so much in only one sector. Because if something affects this sector, every single stock related to it, or maybe even 50% of the stocks can go down. Exactly. So it's kind of like a big pharma mutual fund, just a specific yeah. pharma mutual fund. Yeah, it's a big pharma mutual fund. So the risk, of course, the reward is high as you've seen, but the risk attributed to it is also very high. If you do not mm-hmm. add on the fact that you will only be investing in a pure pharma fund and it is not diversified as the market is. Okay, got it. So, all right. So that was like a high risk, high return option. So let's move on to a more a slightly safer option, you can say, a relatively safer option. So, I mean, um, let's just talk about that, Anra. What do you have? I really like Access Blue Chip Fund Direct Plan. Mm-hmm. So, I think this is a great large cap fund. It has the one word for this fund is consistent returns and consistent performance. All right. Because uh, this fund, its expense ratio is very low according to a large cap. It's at around 0.8. So I think it's nothing because 0.8 is a very good expense ratio if you look at it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if in a large cap, if someone wants to stay invested for, let's say, 7 to 10 years period. Mm. So if you take on compound interest and there's going to be a huge amount. And if it's just 0.8, it really helps. Yeah, that's right. So, so why don't you tell us uh, a bit about the returns, uh, like what yeah. the three years? So the returns are uh, the Access Blue Chip Fund. The one year returns are six point five percent. Okay. The three year returns are ten point eight percent. The five year returns at around nine point nine percent. Okay, so I think uh, uh, over five years, if you're getting what ten percent growth a year, I mean that's almost doubling your money in say like five five and a half years. So. Yeah, around mm-hmm. five and a f- five or five and a half years. But yeah, uh, after what we've discussed with the Nippon Pharma Fund, people are going to be like mm, 6.5, 10.8, 9.9. But you've got to look at the fact that the category average, it's, you know, I, I won't say it has beaten it. It has, I think, outperformed it by miles. Because if mm. you look at it, the category average for one year is at around minus 16.9%. And to see a positive return is... I think very good. 
So, I mean, they are definitely doing something right. So, what kind of stocks do they have? What are they investing in? So, the mainly, again, these funds, uh, Nippon or Access Blue Chip, they are investing in companies who always heard them. It's not like some companies you've never heard about. It's like HDFC Bank Limited, uh, Avenue Supermarkets, Infosys, Kotak Mahindra Bank, Bharti Airtel, Tata Consultancy Services, Reliance Industries, ICICI Bank, Nestle India, Bajaj Finance Limited. Mm, so the usual, the usual biggies of the stock market. So they've literally entrusted their money on one of the finest companies in the Indian market right now. Yeah. And true. if you look at it, majority of them are actually enjoying the current rally. Mm-hmm, that's true. Yeah. And the best part is that uh, with the lower expense ratio, they've beaten every category average since inception. Mm, that actually helps. So I mean, people don't really look out for expense ratio. I mean, they don't think it matters. 0.8, 1.3 or whatever, but it really helps compound a lot over these 10, 20 years. I mean, you've got to understand the fact that if you start investing and, uh, you know, you stay consistent and you are a disciplined investor and you've stayed in the market for about 10 years or 12 years and now you want the money you've, you know, accumulated for these amount of years. But if you see to it that it's the expense ratio has around 2%, yeah. some companies do charge 2%. So you can see what if you have 20 lakhs and just put 2% around it. And that's a huge amount just to give away. All right. So that was the Axis Blue Chip Fund. So we've yeah. talked about uh, two mutual funds now and uh, they have largely been sector or a specific category based. So let's yeah. get into uh, what is a good diversified option if you want uh, the, if you want some mutual funds investing in different sizes of companies, different, even different stock markets, not just Indian stock market. What's a good diversified mutual fund with high returns? See, uh, I don't think many people have heard about this or maybe people have, but it's called Parag Parekh Long-Term Equity Fund. Okay. Uh, as you know, the current rally in the Indian market and the US market right now, it's led by Mr. Jeff Bezos. So this company actually also invests in Amazon. Okay, so that's, I think, the biggest uh, company that they're investing in. It's the Yeah, I mean, uh, if we look at the top holdings, the top holdings are at around 8.9% in Alphabet okay. or Google and 8.7% in Amazon. Mm, so the two tech giants of US. <laughs> so two of the largest companies in the world right now. Mm, exactly. And they hold at around 17% in it. So I think... Uh, you can take advantage of that fact too. Uh, plus, they also have uh, HDFC Bank Limited, Facebook, Hero Motor Corp India, Bajaj, ITC, and Suzuki Japan. Mm, so even in the ja- Japanese market, that's quite rare for an Indian mutual fund. Yeah, it's actually very rare, as you've said, uh, and that's a very great point. You rarely see uh, Japanese stocks, mm. you know, investment in Japanese stocks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you've heard about Maruti Suzuki India, but you rarely hear about, you know, Suzuki Japan, people investing in it. Mm, exactly. So that is a rarity. Yeah. So while we discuss the returns, it's the one year return is at around 17.9%. Oh, wow. So that's, it's taking full advantage of both Indian and US uh, market rallies. I think that is the best part about it. It's, it's properly diversified. So they can take both the advantage of the Indian market rallies and the American market rallies and a pinch of Japanese market rallies too. Uh, They also, the three-year returns it has around 11.5%. 
the five year return is at around 11.7%. But that is not the fun part. The fun part is when I tell you that the category average for one year returns is minus 10.2%. <laughs> so they are massively outperforming all of these averages. <laughs> oh, yes. The three year returns for the category <laughs> average is minus 1.2%. <laughs> and the five year returns for the category average is 4.9%. And how much do they have? 11.7%. Mm, so almost double. Oh, yes. More than double, actually. More than double, actually. Yeah. For the three-year returns, the category average is minus 1.2 and theirs is 11.5. Yeah, and it's actually not that big of a fund. It's, I think it's around 3,000, 3,500 crores right now. Yeah, 3,514 crores. It's not that big of a fund. Again, you can see that it's got so much more scope. Yes, a lot more investing uh, waiting, I think. Yeah, plus the net asset value is at around 30.18. So I think that this has got so much more scope than people realize. And plus, again, as I've mentioned, the expense ratio is around 1.10 only. Yeah, that's actually pretty good according to the yeah. category itself. So every, if you look at it, every mutual fund we've discussed till now hasn't crossed the expense ratio more than 1.5. They should also be kept in consideration. And plus, every, the other mutual funds I've said were high risk. Hmm. This is moderately high risk. Yeah, because it's, not it's, even complete. Because it's very di- diversified across sizes of companies, even stock markets, as we uh, mentioned. Yeah, that's, that's the very basic reason that this is moderately high risk because they've invested them. I think in diversified funds and multi-cap funds, the fund manager enjoys more freedom than any other fund available in the market. Because he has the fund, he isn't forced to, he has to invest around in large cap funds. You have to invest 80% of the fund value in top 100 companies. So there is no restriction in this department. You can, uh, being a multi cap, you can invest anywhere you want. So I think perfect returns or I think consistent returns can be provided by these kind of diversified funds. Okay, so that was um, that was a good fund for diversification. Obviously, it has a lot of potential. It's a, it's a like a re- relatively smaller fund right now. Yeah. But I mean, it has a lot of US and Japanese stocks. But obviously, the majority companies are Indian. But now let's talk about some. Let's talk about a mutual fund, a niche mutual fund that focuses completely on US stocks. I mean, through which people Indians can like. With ease, they can invest in U.S. companies and U.S. futures. I think we all want a piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. So the best way to do it, I think, in the current scenario is, uh, I think, the ICICI Prudential U.S. Blue Chip Equity Fund. Okay. So uh, they this fund, I think it's a very high-risk fund. Let me tell you this. Because majority of their money is invested in American market. Yeah. So, I mean, people who are just aware of the Indian stock market, they don't really have much control over um, what's happening in this fund. They need to have a very good knowledge of how the US stock market works. Yeah, you have to look at the fact that how the economics situation or how companies operate or how you have to have a very good knowledge about the international market and these companies. Okay, so if I mean... Uh, if we assume that people have a decent amount of knowledge of the yeah. companies in US stock market, what all stocks are they majorly invested in in the US? So their again, their top holding is in Amazon. Okay. Because well, what the hell? 
So again, they have invested in Raytheon Technologies. Raytheon is a defense managing company. It also has a services industry also. So they are also invested in Pfizer, the world's largest pharmaceutical company. Hmm. So really the biggies of the US. Once yeah, again. so again, they've got Facebook, they've got Nike, they've got Boeing, they've got Kellogg. So all the big companies from FMGC, services, technology, healthcare, textiles. So they've got everything that is available, consumer, consumable durables, everything. Okay, so I mean, I was just checking that it has a fund size of, I mean, even less than 700 crores. So yeah. Obviously, Indians are obviously very right now of investing in US stock market because of a variety of reasons. So, but I think that after seeing all this, all these rallies in the US stock market or all time highs, I think interest in this uh, fund will increase. I think it should and it will because uh, the fund size is only 692 crores, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And that is nothing, as you may know. You know, that is nothing compared to, let's just say, uh, Access Blue Chip Fund which sits around 14,000 crores. So, but I think if someone wants to invest in these markets and has a good knowledge of these companies and understands those markets and has confidence in this fund, can actually invest. Because if you look at the returns, the one-year returns for this is at around 23.2%. The three-year returns are at around 17.9%. Yeah, so very, very promising fund again. So these are good returns. And five-year returns is also consistent with 14.2%. And if you look at it, it has, again, you know, category average is 16.3. It, it is at 23.2. The category average at three years is 70, uh, 9.3. The, the ICICI fund is at 17.9. Uh, the category average for five years is, is around 6.1. And it is at around 14.2. So it's also beating category average. So I think if someone wants to stay in for a long-term period, I say three years or four years or five years, this is actually a very good fund to generate returns by investing in the American market. Okay, all right. So that was the ICICI Prudential US Blue Chip Equity Fund. So quite, that's quite a mouthful. So let's yeah. just, <laughs> let's get to the last category today then. So uh, the last category will focus on small cap segments. So small cap is uh, that kind of, that kind of a company falls in a small cap, which is smaller than obviously the market average. It's smaller than the top 250 large companies in the stock market so obviously they have a lot of potential of growth they can grow many times Uh, i mean you can obviously it's a very high risk uh, area but the returns are very generous right now so anurag do you think do you have any niche mutual fund that invests completely or i'll say uh, the majority of funds go to the small cap segment so for the small cap segment you know small caps have taken a Good beating for the past two years. Yeah, they haven't been popular, the mid-cap or small-cap in the last like two, three years. The first word that comes into your mind when you I say small-cap is very high risk. Yeah, exactly. So they are, yeah, they've been very volatile for the past two years. They've not been that stable. So for this, uh, this is a fund called Access Small-Cap Fund. Okay, another Access Fund. Yeah, Access, uh, turns out it is a very good asset management company. <laughs> Uh, the fund started uh, in 29th November on 29th November 2013. The fund size is around 2,310 crores. So again, that 2,000 to 3,000 crore figure. Uh, the Access Small Cap Fund. The, now this is something that distinguishes it from other small cap funds because all small cap funds have taken a considerable beating and majority of them have all, already generated negative returns. 
so if you look at the category majority of them have already generated negative returns or even the positive returns are abysmal okay so what kind of returns does this access small cap fund have so when you look at the access small cap fund uh, again the the part is that the category average for the first year is minus 25.25 okay that's the category average that's the category average mm-hmm. but access small cap fund gen, uh, 4.6% mm-hmm. it may not look yeah so in the market high. it looks doesn't look that much but if you see the category it's pretty good yeah that's what i'm saying you've got to look at the category uh, so for the three year returns the market is uh, the market average was at around minus 14.2 and mind you i'm saying minus 14.2 and the three year returns for this is at around 5.5 okay so i think if people are investing in this they are really betting on the small cap market as a whole i mean it is obviously predicted to grow in the future so i mean if the market performs at say a specific amount i'm sure this uh, mutual fund will obviously be going like 4 5% higher than the market average so it's a good one to be in if you are wanting to bet on the small cap market so what i think uh, what around 3 there are around 2000 to 2500 maybe 3000 companies in the stock market right yeah so the large caps invest from 0 to top 100 companies the mid caps get around 100 to 251 from 251 to around let's just say 2500 every other company is considered a small cap so i think if the fund manager gets the freedom and has the knowledge and they of course they do looking at access small cap fund and he gets to operate the way he does i think they can actually generate exponential returns i mean because uh, in so many companies even if you manage to find four to five multi baggers as they like to call it yeah <laughs> so i mean they are the mid caps and large caps of the future yeah that, exactly as i as i started this point that obviously if you want to multiply your growth many times obviously small cap is the way to go but you have to realize that it's a very volatile space either you go 5x up or obviously you will or you can also go 5x down so people need to realize that risk and then only go ahead in this space every other mutual fund we've talked about i let's just say uh, a person would know at least five of those companies the uh, the fund is investing in exactly okay. these are almost all of these small cap companies are they like almost unknown to the general population so that's why i think the risk is very high for a new investor because when he goes down and he looks at the holdings majority of the companies he doesn't recognize yeah because let's just say no one would know fine organic industries let's just say mm-hmm. and what all uh, what all other stocks do they have so they are investing uh, in around let's just say small cap at city union bank again I, i'm just if you look at it these are companies people haven't heard about galaxy galaxy surfactants arti industries jk cements so these aren't companies people just go oh i have heard about it jk um, i mean the first company people might recognize are jk lakshmi cement and jk cement but every other companies again has that fact they are small caps they are small companies but but again as you said these companies can rise these companies can i don't know double maybe triple who knows but again it's it's the fact that is the investor ready to take that risk 
and because the risk is very high it's not high it's, i think it the company says it's moderately high i don't think it's moderately high personally i think it's very i think it's high to very high because you don't know with small caps exactly so in the small cap space i mean if you are willing to take a lot of risk then i think this mutual fund is is a good choice if you want just that little amount of blanket or that slight amount of professional cover from abram access uh, small chip fund so i think in that case it's a good option and i think it is uh, it is one of the best options available right now in the market that access small cap fund and again access small cap fund has an expense ratio of 0.30% so and the minimum sip amount to start investing is at around 500 rupees so it's a good way to uh, just dip your hands into the small cap market if you want with 500 yeah. rupees a month yes okay so all right then so that's about it for this episode of millennial paisa uh, we hope you enjoyed our five top picks for these niche mutual funds these high return mutual funds that don't really have much investors right now but they are they are very special in their own category in these five categories that we mentioned today and uh, that was anurag chatterjee an avid market researcher and stock investor like myself giving his opinion giving his uh, research on what he thinks are the best picks hope you enjoyed the insights he shared he had to share today so thanks for doing this anurag thanks a lot okay thanks man If you have any queries or doubts you can reach me on Twitter I am at average spy that's a v e r a g e s p y you can listen to this episode of millennial paisa and all of the other ones anytime we are now on Spotify Jio Seven Gaana and any of the podcast apps Apple or Google just search for millennial paisa on your favorite app and start streaming that's it from my side catch you in the next one